Hello everybody, this is Lindsay with Tea Time with Lens. This week's special guest is John Craggs, the man behind Support British, and I'm very excited to speak with John. Before we get started, just a huge shout out again to Poe the Passenger for their intro music. You can check them out on Spotify, iTunes, the lot at Poe the Passenger. Before we get started with the show, a couple of weeks ago I asked Twitterverse, the Twitter universe, um... My friend is going back into acting after a very, very long break. And so I just asked some people some advice. And this is some of the stuff we got back. So this is from Jack Kenner at Jackman1985. Don't listen to advice because everyone will disagree. <laughs> Thanks, Jack. That is wonderful. We have one from Max Potter at Max Elliot P. It's a marathon, not a sprint. Totally agree. Also, check out Golden Rules of Acting by Andy Nyman. Great read for understanding the industry. Thank you, Max. And we'll do one more. We'll do one from Seb Tomlinson at Seb underscore Tomlinson. You need to be persistent, dedicated, patient. Have thick skin and be passionate. Make sure you work constantly on your actor's toolkit. Be the shoulder for others to stand on and not the feel that stomps on everyone. But most importantly, ensure that you enjoy what you do. Well, thank you very much, Seb. That was really quite insightful. So anyway, back to John. We have John Craigs joining us. He has been in numerous plays, commercials, and most recently, during lockdown, he's been doing rehearsed readings for Dracula, A Winter's Tale, and so on. He is the man of all the quotes. And it was just a really very, very fun talk with John. His mother has influenced him a lot, so I kept all of that in because I loved it. So there you go. All right, and here's John. So I'll where are you? Where so are I'm you? In, I so I grew up in Essex, but I actually I moved to London for a period of time. Yeah. And then after drama school I moved to LA and I've basically been here ever since. Wow. Oh yeah. my goodness. What a so, move. It's so funny because I, I honestly I was planning on coming to LA for my three year on my O one one visa and i was right. planning on just staying for my my visa time yes and <laughs> you know how us actors are where yep. i'm not i don't want to say deluded <laughs> but, but you, you know how considerations don't you, you know oh uh, this might oh i'll try you know i know yeah. i know no i've been acting um, for 32 years and so i mean you know i still think oh what if what if <laughs> Yeah, but I came over being like, okay, I'm going to book a couple of co-stars, I'll book a guest star. And my whole point for mm. coming over to LA in the first place was so I could move back to London because I loved London and I still love London so much. Mm. And I would actually have, instead of like a huge like theatre and drama school resume and CV, mm. which is what I had at the time because I just all I had done was theatre and drama yes. school. So I wanted to go back with some american credits yeah of course but and be like, hey and i like, actually be like lucrative to a an agency yeah yeah um, and, uh, yeah i mean uh, a kind of you had a, there was an ulterior motive for, yeah. For, yeah yeah so my plan was never to stay here mm. but then obviously life happens and then i didn't yeah. expect to fall in love and get married and blah blah, blah. Mm. Mm -hmm. um and then it's also just really bloody difficult like what yeah. i see with my friends in london i'm like mm. it's exactly the same as in la yeah 
yeah, yeah, yeah. So There's so like... many people, really. I mean, you know, uh, 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 one of my best friends literally has come off Twitter, off Twitter, uh, and, clo- and and suspended the account because uh, they've done it before, but just can't deal with every anything at all. And and yeah. you know, why am I not getting anything? And you know, I did I did some work with this friend of mine, helped them out with the show reel. Wanted me somebody to you know as the show reel scene partner, and I said, yeah, that's fine. I'm, I'll do it for you. And um, you know, all the proceeded to do was just critic be self critical. And I mean, we all are, and I don't particularly like watching myself or hearing myself. And I don't think any of us do, but I can do. I can bear it. But when you get to the stage where you're going, oh, I look so fat and I look so ugly, and I said, right, whoa, I said, yeah. stop there. I said, take a break. Look at look at so many people. I said, the thing is, I said we. I said, well, I, you know, talking from I suppose like thirty-two years' experience, I said we we are. We are under scrutiny. I said we're under the magnifying glass. We're under. We're in the fishbowl. I said whether we're on stage, whether it's television, whether it's film, whatever. I said so. I said you know you 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 want to do this. I said you have to be prepared. Yes, but I never realised I looked so so fat and so ugly. And I ah. said look. I said you know what. I said I'm going to tell you this now. And I said I'm not going to say to yourself pull yourself together because I said it's not not fair to say this. But I said you really really. Um, I'm going to say it from a friend to a friend. I said, just pack that shit in now. I said, because yeah. I said, that's what it is. I said, you're talking a load of rubbish. Just laughed at me, you know, and I said, it's, uh, it's a look, you know, at the end of the day, you've got to feel comfortable. But I said, don't give up something. Because I said, all right, so the question I would ask you is, what are you going to do if you if you don't do it? Deathly silence. Yeah. Said, There's your answer then. I said, so I said, but take your time. I said, I, you know, we all get anxious. I get anxiety and, you know, get panicky about little things. And, and you know, my mother used to be very much, um, she's dead now, but she had a, uh, she suffered very badly with her nerves. Yeah. So much so that, you know, she, she would, but she was a brilliant actress and she wasn't an actress, but she was really good because she, I remember as a kid, she could cover it up so well in front of company. Yeah, you know, and she'd be talking, and you'd see a smile on her face, and oh, hi, how are you? And you know, all this just and every day, you know, um, meeting with people and friends and everything. And then she'd be at home, and she said, "You know, I felt dreadful." And I said, "My a bloody good actress." <laughs> 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 I was how she was. I mean, my mother had such a fantastic sense of humour. I mean, three days before she died, there's a long story. She ended up in a home where she didn't want to go, and and I won't go into work boy with all the details as to why she had to go in the home. But she said to me on the phone, she said, "I hate these places." She said, "City with all these bloody old folk." <laughs> I knew you were going to say something. All in different. I mean, she was eighty-five when she died. She said they're all in different degrees of generation of degeneration, and she said the smells in here. She said it's dreadful. She said I hate it, but she said I'm going. To... <sighs> she said I don't think I'll come out. And she said I know for a fact I won't. She said I'll kick the bucket whilst I'm in hospital. Oh. And she said, oh. my... she said, remember my words, John. And she said I want you to have a laugh when you hear that. I said, don't be so silly. Anyway. <laughs> She did. And when my brother told me, I mean, I'm from Hull and my brother's still there. And he phoned me up and he said, oh, he said, mum died. And he said, well, oh, I said, oh, you mean she kicked the bucket? He said, don't be, I said, no, those were her words to me. <laughs> and I just laughed. He said, it's not funny. I said, well, she wanted us to. So, you know, but um, yeah, so, you know, there's, we have a quite a strange sense of humour in our family. <laughs> but I think also you have to. 
especially in the line of work that we do we have to have like Mm -hmm. some type of like macabre humor just to get through otherwise you're so serious yeah yeah and and i mean my you know my mother always used to say to me and, and and uh it's echoed by quite a few people one particular actress i don't want to go name drop but i know a very very well-known actress uh she said it to people she said it to me she said never take yourself seriously but take your job seriously when you need to but have a good laugh along the way i think that's really sound advice it is Um, yeah you know um my mother said oh god she said we never had the opportunities when we were kids to go into this business you know she was born in 1930 and evacuated when she was nine years of age so I'd love to have done it. Uh, the nearest my mother ever got to doing it, and I did actually do it years later, was to work in a cinema because she said she used to enjoy their shining the big torch on people <laughs> and watching the films, and she's getting into trouble. You know, she said there'd be a big epic movie on, and she'd see it be on the TV, and she'd say, oh, I remember work going to the cinema. She said, I did do it for a little while. She said, I got into trouble for shining the torch around, and she's staring at the screen. Mrs. Joyce, you're supposed to be doing so. Oh, I'm sorry, you know. <laughs> Uh, which was the nearest she got to being in the business, but you know, she said, I, I admire you for it. I come from the most untheatrical family you could wish, but yet we're all my brother's a musician. We could have gone further with it, but you know, we're all, you know, there's, I think there's, um, I think there's a creative creativity in every family in, in, in different oh, ways. Yeah. Do you know what so, I mean? So, how did you fall into or get into? Okay. Oh, Lordy. Um, I suppose it would start, oh, dare I say, it, nearly God, 40, oh, 41 years ago. Wow. Um, yeah, it was seriously. I was 17, so I'm 58 now, nearly 59. God. Uh, am I? Oh, God. I've anyway. So, so I forget. I was born in 1962. So. <sighs> Anyway, 57, 58, 58, 58. So it doesn't I, matter. It doesn't matter. Well, you know what I mean. I'm, I'm, yeah. a, I'm a 60. Let's put it. Uh, <laughs> Age is but a number. But anyway, so I, I, um, I don't know. I, I, somebody said, "Oh, have you ever thought of been doing andrams?" And I said, "What's that?" I didn't know. In something amateur dramatics. I said, "No, not really." So they said, "Oh, well, there's always the gr- groups." And I think. Because when I was at school, I was, I don't know, I wasn't the best SWAT and I hated homework and like a lot of people, oh, I couldn't gosh. commit yeah. to it. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. and so I, I, and I kind of kept very, you know, much to myself. And um, I don't know whether it was psychosomatic when somebody said, and I went and I did, I mean, I remember the first part I ever played as an amateur and uh-huh. it was uh, Dr. McFarlane in uh, Harold Brighouse's Hobson's Choice, one of my favourite plays. Yeah. Scottish Doctor. And uh, it was a very small scene in it, but probably a dreadful Scottish accent at the time, but I did it. Church Hall, you know. Uh, and then, and then uh, that was that. And then I did um, Pygmalion. I was in Pygmalion. Oh, uh, Freddie yeah. Freddie Einstein Hill. I remember nearly wrecking the set when Eliza Doodle comes in and I'm sat there going, oh, Eliza, let me take you across the park. And it was like one of these things at the seafront, you know, the... Uh, <laughs> 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 yeah, <laughs> I was going like this. And, I, and somebody said the set. I mean, you know what it's like, the, the Amdrams, you know, it's almost kind of like cardboard cutout set. Yeah. And set, <laughs> it was going like that. <laughs> Freddie, you're getting a little overexcited here. <laughs> I'm this thing. 
going like this. But I mean, that, and that's how it really kind of started, I suppose. And then I had the opportunity uh, to go to Austin in Texas. I did uh, When We Are Married. We did that for two weeks over there. That was a semi-pro production. So that was yeah. quite that's amazing uh, and, uh, yeah it was fantastic and i was like 20 21 so i'd done a bit of amateur stuff and i thought yeah okay this sounds quite interesting i wouldn't mind doing this as a, a professional you know, again you know i come from a background you know you you leave school and you work and i have yeah. in retail so a lot of great character building and learning about oh absolutely you know, watching people so um yeah i did all of that and um then Worked in retail up to the age of 25, or was it 20, 25, 26? And um, started auditioning for various drama schools. And uh, I was accepted at one in East East London. I think you know which one I'm at, East 15. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, didn't, I never, I I never actually applied there because it was in Essex, which is where I'm from. Ah. And I, just, I, want, I wanted to go to somewhere in London or like somewhere yeah, out of Essex. Yeah. But yeah, it's such a fantastic school. I know so many people who went there. Yeah, had well, an amazing I, I time. Went, and I, I don't know, I think I'd kind of pulled myself out of a routine at home and we had one or two little problems, you know, d domestic problems, which I kind of left. And yes, you've got to kind of put it to the back, back of your mind. But I, I kind of thought this really isn't for me the method there and I, I didn't I, I just didn't like it at the time so I didn't stay that long and I, I left but of course oh well he obviously doesn't want to be an actor if he didn't stay the course and all the rest of it and I thought, yes I did I do it just that course wasn't right for me yeah so 18 months out nearly went back to working in a department store yawn I mean it was pretty but interesting enough to watch you know for character building and then um, I auditioned for the Birmingham School of Speech. Well, at the time, it was the Birmingham School of Speech Training and Dramatic Art. It's now the Birmingham Conservatoire. So I got into there. Um, and yeah, that was that was it. I did three years there and, and had a good time. It was a little bit, bit like a Centrinian's film with, with the <laughs> lovely principal. She she was, bless her, she was so, so lovely, but... You know, role play in the in in the not role play um, assembly. You know, we should get the the um, uh, what do you call it assembly book, uh, roll call, and everybody's names, and you know, for glasses looking at you like this. You know, <laughs> why are you late? You know, and all this. I mean, it was an edu that was an education in itself, but yeah, had a good time anyway. So uh, that's that a great a school as well. Oh, Birmingham is very good. It was yeah, very good. And we had some very very good teachers, but. Um, I, I personally think with with drama school, um, it's great to go and, and, and get a technique. But, you know, it's like anything. It's it's you. It's like eating a piece of fruit. You know, you 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 take a bite and spit out the bits that you don't want. Yeah. And, and sometimes, you know, there are things that you you think that really doesn't work for me. And, I, you know, I, and, and I, I think also going there. Um, if you like, I suppose, a slightly more mature age, not that early to mid 20s is mature, but it's, it is in comparison to some people going at sort of 17, 18. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, you, you kind of, I don't know, you look at things in a slightly different way from life's experience, if that makes any kind of sense. It, it totally does, because I went to university just two years after when I should have, I went at 20 instead of 18. Right. And even just that two year difference, yeah, I yeah. saw a huge difference where all the 18 year olds were going out and getting trashed. 
I was just like, I've done yeah. that, been there, done that. Yeah, so I, exactly. it, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And so it's only two years, but I absolutely understand. Mind having said that, um, <laughs> Birmingham on the first term I was there, I was mugged in an underpass. I mean, <laughs> the ironic thing was I, I went back and I reported it to the police and it was quite shocking. I was taken to, well, I was forced allegedly by knife points. I never saw the knife, but I wasn't going to take any risks to a cash yeah. point. Threatened with murder. Oh my gosh. And I, I don't know, just to get rid of this idiot, I took my um, cash point card out and we went and, and I just just took take the money and I let them, there was nothing in the account. I knew I'd got my other account, but and I think there was very little in it and I just said, take what's in there. And I think wow. it was something ridiculous, like £100 and I'd forgotten what's that amount in. <laughs> took it out, but what oh. made me laugh when I looked back was when this, and I said, why have you done this as they were walking away? No, because I was mugged and I've been mugged and I need money to get home to Wolverhampton. Never forget that. Oh um, and uh, went into college the next day. The uh, teacher that we, the class that we were in at that particular time was radio. And he, the radio teacher came through and said, oh, he said, I've heard all about you. He said, it's just been on Birmingham local radio that drama student was mugged last night. <gasps> he said, I know you like radio, but he said, <laughs> no, that's extreme. <laughs> so it wasn't funny at the time, but it, you, know, you look back and you, you think, look back. You see the black humour in it, you know, so... You will, but going back to the drama school thing, I do yeah. because I have seen because obviously I follow your thread on Twitter, um, both your threads, oh, both yeah, your accounts, yeah. um, yeah. which I will put those at the very beginning of the episode. But I do see like a lot of people ask the same question of like, do I need to be like, do I need to go to drama school to be taken seriously, and all those sort of questions. Mm, and mm. I see a lot of answers, and it's really interesting because I did go to drama school. The course I was on wasn't really my cup of tea. And I mentioned mm. this in a previous episode that comes out next week. Mm. Um, but I did a course at the same drama school. It was just a, a short course in acting. Yeah. And that was probably the best course I've ever taken in my right. entire life. And it was just yeah. a short, like, two, three-month course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm just like... It helped you. It was good. It worked for you. It worked for me. So mm. I feel like what you were saying about, like, East 15 wasn't really your cup of tea with the style mm. and this and the other i just feel like when you connect with a place you connect yes. and i don't yeah. think it matters if you do yeah. a one year three year two month yeah. mm. whatever you take out of it you take out of it i remember when i uh was accepted at birmingham and it it, it was it was almost a, a, a good god i've been accepted again and i looked back at what had happened with east 15 and returning that course down and um my, one of my mother's uh, friends who used my mother, my mother used to go to keep fit I mean she was as fit as a fiddle up to it at the age of about 80 I mean who can at the age of 80 apart from somebody like Gillian Lynn God rest her soul can put their hands flat on the floor my mother <laughs> effortlessly effortlessly I mean honestly anyway one of her friends she said that's because I've always kept very supple and, and, and yeah. she said and she went to keep fit. But anyway, her one of her friends, um, this friend of hers, her daughter was a, a dance, she was a choreographer and, and um, she taught tap. And she was uh, teaching at East 15. Mm -hmm. And of course, then when I left, uh, that got back from her, I forgot my daughter's name, to my mum's friend, to June. June. And, and of course, my mother knew I'd come home and 
oh, it was unwise, John left, and oh, you know, uh, Jenny, her daughter's you know, Jen. Jenny's very disappointed that John's gone. All the tutors there, they thought he was going to be wonderful, and and you know, he would have he would have stayed the three years because they wanted a more mature actor and all the rest of it. Well, I'm sorry, it didn't work for me. So, you know, with the greatest of respect to to them, thank you very much for that. But I'm not um not I don't want to stay, and it's not for me. So, and and it's like you're saying, you find somewhere, and it finds you i think doesn't it in a, it in does out where you know um and yeah i had a great time with uh, birmingham i mean i would say that anybody that's that's coming into the industry uh and it kind of reflecting on what you were saying you know kind of um is it is it kind of absolutely necessary to go to drama school um my my, my the way i see it, if if all those years ago when I um, went to college. I don't know. I think if, if let's say, for example, I'd, the, the door had opened before my training and then I've got into to, to something, whether it be a soap, uh, whether it be, um, you know, just some theatre or, or, or whatever, and I'd have moved on and, and got on with stuff, then I don't know. It's hard to really say. But I, all I would say, having been, it, you do get a technique there, you know, you can learn. Yes, you do, uh, yeah. There's so much stuff you can learn. And, and um, you know, what they don't always teach you, although we got little bits, is not saying it for all drama schools, um, is we never we were never given that kind of um, heads up about what would happen outside once you've Oh, the business side. No, exactly. You so yeah, you were there you were in a safe environment, you mm -hmm. know, and everybody was in the same same boat, as it were, in the same safe uh, haven of of the college. And then your showcase happens. Everybody hopes something might materialise, you know, from that. And then, you know, it, it not doesn't necessarily work that way. And and I would and something else, something else. I would say never pin your hopes, and you know, it'd be nice if you show, um, you know, your um showcase does bear fruit for you i.e in the in the guise of good you can learn a, a lot but um you know if it does happen um you know if you decide you want to pursue it go for it and, yeah. and but embrace it because three years just flies it, flies by. it totally flies by and i do like i agree where drama school is fantastic to find a technique this that, and the other but i also just feel like I don't know what it's like in London, but in LA, there's just, there are so many classes. There's so yeah. many studios that you can go to yeah. and you can just do like a couple of months. You can stay there for, you can stay there for as long as you like, as long as you're paying, yeah. then, you know, yeah. you stay there. Mm. And I I feel like I've just found so many other techniques that mm. link into my drama school training. Yes. But yes. I just feel like people put so much pressure on themselves to go to drama school when there are yeah, so many I other things out there. I agree. Um, and yeah, I mean, the thing is, you've got places like the Actors Centre in, mm -hmm. in Tower Street in central London. And, you know, these are, are, are fabulous places. And, and you, you know, you can go and sort of do things, you know, like Shakespeare for beginners or, yeah. uh, you know, singing for actors that have not trained in musical theatre. Mm -hmm. Um <laughs> Well, I, I will, all I would say, and I don't want to sound sort of egotistical or, or trying to sound grand, I think I've got a voice, but I'm not musical theatre training for anybody that's listening. But, um, you know, um, I can I can sing. 
but I'm 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 more. Uh, well, I would say I, I think I'm a, I'm a step up from the likes of somebody with the greatest of respect to him, God rest his soul, Rex Harrison, who sang, speak, speak singing. I don't know what there's a terminology for that, but I don't know what it is. But I I, I just think um, you know just uh, with anything, I don't know. Uh, you know there are classes and it's great and topping up and learning and building on your career you know but all i would say is is in the current situation not everybody has the finances to be able to oh, pay absolutely not it's and so expensive it, it is it's a double-edged sword because yeah. there are some wonderful tutors out there there are some wonderful things that people are teaching um, and yes, they've got to make money because it's business to them and they want to help people from the doing it because they enjoy it. Yeah. But there are people out there that are, can't afford to do these things. So what do we say? Do we look at ourselves and say, oh, well, you know, I'm missing out on it. No, I don't think we are missing out on it. My suggestion with something that if you can't afford to do it and, you know, this is what the support British account is, is there for, for people to collaborate and communicate with each other. And, you know, uh, without trying to take away business from anybody that is running classes and offering courses, yeah. uh, I am going to mention one which I don't know whether they're still doing it. Uh, I've got a feeling they're not. And that is, I've forgotten, the, 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 it was run by a wonderful James Pearson of Pearson Casting. Uh, they were running, um, a, a, I think it was a series of free online courses right up to I think it was December last year. It ran for about six months. Oh, nice. Um, sadly, I didn't get jump on board with any uh, for various reasons. But, you know, that was so fantastic that they, they did that. And it, it gave yeah. so many people that couldn't afford these things that, the opportunity to be able to do do these kind of, you know, not have to feel, oh, I've got to pay for this. You know, and um, so as far as I'm concerned, you know, if you haven't got the finances to do something, uh, like that then collaborate with people and 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 you know um get together and do things on zoom and and, and work together on things and you know it might be a case of saying that oh, but we don't know if we're going right or we go we're you know going wrong uh well to me the answer to that is that there is no set answer i don't think i think it's, yeah. it's we so all objective. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So, you know, um, I'm going to hope I'm not going to be slammed by any of my followers. And say, no, you shouldn't be saying that. But you know, I'm being honest, and I just think those that can afford it, you know, great. But you know, I think it's we're at a time now where we're saying, well, can we? We've got to make a decision. Do we pay a bill? Do we pay by food, or do we pay for a class? Yeah. And, you know, I'm probably old fashioned and, and too set in my ways. I don't know. Uh, I would hope not. But, you know, um, I know what I'd be choosing if I had to pay a bill. I wouldn't say, oh, well, I can't afford to pay. You know, I'll leave that and I'll just pay for pay for a class or something. You know, yeah. it, it's too it's a two way thing if you want to do both. But coming back to it again, not everybody can afford to do it. So, you know, yeah. collaborate with each other and talk about things and see if you can come up with things. I mean, you know, this is why um, I've, I've recently been doing, you may have noticed, uh, some rehearsed readings. Which... Yeah, I was going to bring that up. Um, I was going to bring oh, yeah, up later, yeah. but no, we can talk about it right now, because I think that I do see them, and like on YouTube as well. Yeah, they um, are. Um, yeah, just just go to, oh, God, I'm not very technically minded, to be honest, but if you look at the, well, I think it's Support Britain. Yeah, because you did Dracula... 
That's it. Before I Christmas, did. I, yeah. And I, play, I played the count. Yeah, and that was before. I think that was right before Christmas. I remember that one. Yeah, and then um, before that we did uh, the first one in November. We did um, the Winter's Tale. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, and so these Zoom readings, like I find that, they are, however, so just fun and fascinating, and just the fact that, however, they're not. I um, it, it's it's such a a strange um format to be performing on oh, however Zoom's, yeah Zoom's yeah, it is, then, yeah it is but the thing is with the rehearsed reading you've got a choice i think with rehearsed readings i'm not a producer i'm an actor but i i, I kind of dabbled with the little bits with this with the producing side i.e getting name people together a few yeah. familiar faces uh but uh you know you 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 try to you do it on 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 zoom or whatever and a rehearsed reading can be as, as flat as this so all you're getting is literally people you know looking up and down at the screen at the screen and look burying the head in a book we, yeah. we've I've enforced it almost uh, well i shouldn't say i'm forced but I've, I've kind of encouraged that's the word people to and it was to actually perform it um rather than just burying the heads into the book so we've had the script on the screen so you can yeah. engage a little bit more uh did you if did you hear dracula at all did you did you watch it or did you get a chance to see I any of it i saw that before christmas because jill penfold was in that's that. it yes yeah. yes it was um oh god who was she not lucy yes she was that was a stake to her um <laughs> yeah i mean we did our very best with it it was a bit like the like you know kind of um with the sound effects we could have done better but i just thought it was a learning curve with that because you know doing something like that we lifted it this is what i'm trying yeah. to say we lifted it from just being a, a, a just being a flat call. play yeah, yeah a flat reading because if people want to hear it they could just stick headphones in and get listen to it exactly yeah so, so let's try and create it make it look give it something a visual thing yeah. about it you know what i mean that kind of and then um we did another one hindle wakes which was a play that was written in 1912 and last performed at the finborough theater uh as a scene centenary uh and uh so we did that which was set in lancashire i wasn't in that one but i again facilitated it and, and presented it and of course um these these readings uh are done for uh you know everybody's very kindly giving the services for free uh, yeah isn't the way forward because you know but uh i never but during ever, covid you know as i say yeah, absolutely and... but like you said i never advertise anything if i was doing i never posted breakdowns on um on the actors page or on my page for the simple reason um it's it's putting it down there i know what people would understand but it's a, a um a personal thing i do not like putting down something down saying no pay i won't put it down because i don't yeah. like to do it and so um uh, a very well-known actress um you may or may not have heard of her, anna carter i don't know if you know know the name she was in a a, um, a british police television series back in the 80s it has been recorded and she's done more than that uh, called juliet bravo um, i'll probably recognize her face yeah well she's done that i mean she's a she's a lady with 62 years uh, in the in the business yeah. <laughs> she's been acting before a lot of us were even born uh, <laughs> but she um i had her in mind because i've known uh, anna for quite a number of years 
And bless her, she, she said, oh, well, you know, if you're looking for people, I've got friends that might be interested in doing uh, some rehearsed readings. I can find out. And she came up with all sorts of different names, yeah. but well-known faces. And I thought, well, we need to be a little bit diverse here because we can't just have, you know, I've, I've always been an advocate for everybody should be given an opportunity. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, I can understand from a producer, big producers or any producers aspect um, point of view, you know, the general public like to see a familiar face or two and i think mm -hmm. that's fine but you know you see these productions um and i've got to be careful what i say here um where it says an all-star cast yeah. well with the greatest of respect you know uh, any actor is not going to turn a job down and if you get a collection of uh, an ensemble of actors that all happen to be familiar faces to the public that's wonderful but you know the, the but the people that are not so well known, yeah, don't always get that opportunity. And yes, those people that are familiar faces had to start somewhere. But mm -hmm. I do think that that it would be nice to just see a little bit more inclusion. Absolutely, know. and I think that's what I've enjoyed about seeing your Zoom reads and rehearsals, just yeah, because yeah. it's keeping people active during yeah. uncertain times. Yeah, it's um, bringing people together. Yeah. All these people you may never have met. Yeah. And yeah, you'll probably go exactly. on possibly to collaborate after. Yeah. And who knows what, you know, and the thing is, it's, it's helping to, um, for those that are not, um, so familiar faces uh, to the public, it, it, in a way, yes, okay, oh, it's only a read, it's only on Zoom, but let's take the word only out of it. It's on Zoom and it is a read, it's not just that, you know. Yeah. Um, and, you know, you don't. Just, we just don't know who's watching these things. You know, anybody could mm -hmm. be watching, I invite everybody, and it almost becomes a bit of a show, it can be a bit of a showcase. And that's the yeah. thing, and I, I feel like that's totally spot on. Like, I, I know a lot of people who won't do student films, they won't do this, they won't do that. Yeah. And I, I do understand their reasoning, but at the same time, I personally am just like, I will do whatever yeah. because yeah, students exactly. are the next filmmakers. Yeah. You don't yeah. know who's going to be in the room watching the final product. You know what I mean? So yeah, exactly, exactly that. Yeah. Yeah. With the um, Zoom reads. And with those readings as well, it's nice is because it's as we're doing it for, for the acting for others charities. So, you know. Yeah. Uh, and there's a certain amount of gratification there. I think you oh, do it. We've had a great time doing this. You know, what a shame we didn't get. You know, we would all like to have been paid for it. And and and, but at the same time, um, you know, everybody said, look, you know, and I get, I try to. I try to be humble about it and I get really kind of when people go, oh, you do such a wonderful job with the actors page, you do this. And it's so lovely to hear it. And I'm so grateful when people say it, you know, they, all these readings. But, I, you know, I'm just one of everybody else. And, yes, I maybe I've helped. I, I don't know, but we, we help each other. And, That's true, you know, I, yeah. I can't, yeah. And I kind of, I, 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 I don't know, I use a, it's a kind of phrase from a play um, uh, by Charles Dyer, um, a play called Mother Adam, which is, is a two-hander, wonderful play. I would love to do it if anybody's listening. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, there's a line in it when one of the the, the, the son in this place says, or, his, or the mother says, it's image transference, Adam, it's image transference. And image transference being whatever you are, you're passing that feeling, that that particular mood of how you are, and you, you're, you're emanating it 
to somebody else or to other people and yeah. he was doing it in a in a kind of bad way in 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 so many ways but in in within the play but in, in reality that's how i see it it's a bit of an image i see whatever i'm feeling and i can see and i think well you know this is what i think if, if people are saying they feel like that this is what i've felt I've, and it's experience kind of bit of life's experience and i'm honest i'm never rude and i always try to take never try to take too many sides but then you know um you know i i, I think my two the two words i've oh, i mean four i could say four five words that i've always been brought up with my mother used to say you know optimism positivity um you know good manners please and thank you hello goodbye whatever uh and being supportive and collaborating they're just and yeah. they cost nothing they cost absolutely nothing absolutely nothing but unfortunately you know not everybody kind of fully under i mean i would say um that everybody that is uh, in on follows follows this support british account i'm going to say about 98 99 percent of the people are there they're on point and they're very good um there have been shall we say occasions when um i've had to press a little button that that says block <laughs> occasionally yeah. i haven't liked doing it but unfortunately you know i won't have it i don't want i'm not playing the big dictator here at all because i will always say that i i administer the account i'm one of one of everybody um but if i do see anything that's negative um overly political i just sorry this the count's not i know there's politics in our industry but it's not there's a time and place for it and i don't want it on that account so i have to say would you please you know and if they do it again bye <laughs> you know just uh, you know uh, nobody wants to live in a walt disney world but at the same time i think we we, we want that kind of a yeah uh, you know uh you know where and people need to feel safe and on an social media can be very strange but it can also be very very good social media can be a very very interesting place very like dark and then also very happy yeah. and i feel like so my a question like when and why did you start the support british twitter because i feel like it's a fantastic resource i've oh, used it multiple yeah. times i retweet yeah. people there a lot i've yeah. followed up so many people on there yeah yeah and i've just found it to be such a fantastic network yeah so what um, what made you decide to start well, up <laughs> well uh you may have seen uh there's a lady and i'm gonna I'm, i hope i get it get it the name the right way around Kate Davis speak. Yes. Show real share day. I mean that yes. that lady is just she's a legend. She's brilliant. Oh, she's, yeah. she's superb. I mean she really is, and she's so modest and down to earth. Mm. And that's what I like. There's no affectations about her at all. Then you know. Um, and so it, it must in 2018. She had would had the show real share day, mm -hmm. and. Um, there was just this idea that popped into my head and I thought about something and, and my partner, who's not a, a, an actor, um, I'd said, oh, we, you know, talked about the fact that, you know, actors, we all come on, we all have our own accounts and we all, you know, kind of pitch in and retweet each other's uh, stuff if we see them. But there doesn't seem to be um, a platform for yeah. 
actors. Yes, there's other stuff out there people do, but people are charging a fortune for these things. You want to go on, they, you want to put your CV on, it'll cost you X, Y, Z to yeah. put your CV on, you know. Um, forgetting about Spotlight, forgetting about, um, uh, you know, <clears throat> other places uh, that, that, that you can pay to put your details on. But there wasn't, didn't seem to be a central hub for everybody. So that's how it started. And it was just this, this account that thought, well, hang on, you know, we're all, you know, people kind of, you know, we do obviously people from all over the world have joined, but, you know, oh, is it okay to join? I'm not British, you know, because it says it's, yeah, it's just that it's titled here. It's the UK uh, yeah. Actor Support Network, British Actors Support Network. But, you know, so what? It doesn't matter. You know, we're all in the same business um, as as creatives, whether we're stage managers, whatever. So, 2018, I forget what date it was in October. That was when Support British was born. I feel like it's. I feel like I've honestly been following you since I opened my Twitter account like ten years ago. I can't believe it's only been since 2018. Yeah, so 2000. And, yeah, it's 2000. Yeah, 2000, <laughs> 2018. So That's come amazing. October, it'd be three years. You know, I mean, it's just you know, but it. And you know, I can remember looking and thinking, and I'm not, trust me, I'm not one for numbers, trying to build upon numbers, but it, it, it was like, oh, we've got 150, I've got 200 and 250 people following it now. And yeah. then it went up and it went up and it went up. Oh, you've got, um, yeah. 20, well, there's 21,400 followers so far, which is lovely. It's because, fantastic. And what I admire about that, it's not, because you can buy, you can buy, apparently you can buy uh, followers on, on um, Twitter, if you want, I mean, what's the point? That's to make yourself look bigger. <gasps> I mean, honestly, but what I, what I love about that when I do see it go, is you think, well, my God, you know, I know it's a big industry and there's a hell of a lot of people out there, and we're just support British is probably just tip of the iceberg, you know, yeah. the very tip. There's thousands of others in this business, but it builds and it builds and it builds. And oh my God, now, you know, another hundred and then a couple of days later, oh, another 50 people, you know, and you look, oh, it's got up to so and so. And it's only because you know, but I don't sit there thinking, all right, I'm going to check to see how many followers I've got because it doesn't work for me. It doesn't, I don't work like that. It's just, but what I like is, again, satisfaction of knowing that there is 21,000 plus um, all creatives with, the, with the, the odd exception of people that support the industry um you know i mean again everybody is uh, you know does whatever they want as, a, as an industry or trade or whatever but when you get somebody that comes on that's selling tiles oh gosh yeah. the industry, i look through it but there's no relevance to it and i'm thinking mm, i think i know yeah. why you want them on because you're going to want me to follow you and then you'll unfollow me oh. don't bother. so i don't bother following them yeah. back sorry you know anybody that if you're listening out there anybody then you, you run <laughs> You sell tiles. I'm sure they're wonderful. I couldn't put a tile on the wall to save my life. But unfortunately, um, it is creative. Yeah. But it's not, you know, it's all about the, the industry. So everybody's yeah. included in, 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 uh, that's in, the, in the business. And that's how I feel it should be, you know. That's fantastic. And even people that are, you know, if somebody comes on and says, I'm with the local amateur dramatic society, you know, uh, that's fine if they want to come on but you know it is a it is for professionals but i can't turn around and say i'm not going to turn around 
and say to people, sorry, you're only amateur. I was yeah. an amateur once. And I oh, we all were. Yeah. A lot of people have done it. So everybody has to start somewhere. And, and those people that are amateurs may want to just remain a good amateur for the rest of their lives and do yeah, a full there's nothing, job. Yeah, there's totally nothing wrong with that. People. Uh, there are a lot of people, um, you know, that are clearly... Uh, really really having major struggles at this 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 that have been in the last year uh and i think it's it's i think it's it's something that people have you know been experiencing pre-covid and pre-lockdown yeah. but because of the situation where we're literally you know we're, we've literally been kind of put into this um this this well uh mm-hmm. which we're trying to get out of and and luckily you know there is a little bit of 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 light and 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 we can gradually get out of it um but you know i'm never ever going to turn around and say to people oh i fully understand how you feel yeah because i don't you know i would just say i'm there to talk to people if they want to listen i'm not an expert and i'm not an expert on it uh but i think a kind voice you know, offering whatever help you can in any shape or, or form, you know, it can make such a difference. And, and you it's know... It's so valuable. Yeah, it is. And, you know, um, and I still take this from my mother. Um, and uh, she used to say, you know, you should come and visit me from, from Hull. And, you know, we're from the north. It's always been renowned that people in the north have got more of a friendly approach, attitude to pick them up than down in the south. But mum would say, if she saw somebody walking along and they were on the road anywhere, she'd just say, good morning. I said, you don't want to say that when you're on the tube, when you're in London. She said, why? There are any people. Are there people? I said, yes, there are. But I said, some people don't like it. And I said, you find that because I said, in in London, I said, it's fabulous that we're, we are in a multicultural society. And I said, everybody should get on. I said, I don't take any, you know, look at people because of the colour of the skin, because of anything. I said, if, if they're fine with me, I'll, I'll be fine back with them. If they're rude to me, I don't think, oh, you're being rude because you're... Yeah. Is a certain colour. It's because of you as a person that you've been rude, and that yeah. that I've been misunderstood. But that's that's another another story. You know, you could go into another subject. But so uh, I going back to the the mental health thing, and 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 I put a tweet out, and I said, you know, think of somebody. You must know somebody uh, that if you know somebody that's that's um, maybe on their own, um, you know, don't email them, don't send them a text. Uh, Call them. Yeah. I said, "What's the phone for?" I said, you pick it up. You dial a few numbers and you say, "Hi, son." Uh, somebody sent me a DM. I said, "Oh, I'd love to do it. I don't know whether I should do it because I should arrange with them before I ring them." I said, "No." I said, "Just pick." I said, "What's the phone?" I said, "Ring them." Oh no, but I know this person likes to be given warning. Oh, I said, well, "Who is this person?" It's a very good friend of mine. I said, "Well, you shouldn't have to." give you your best friend or a very good friend warning about it. I said, you pick the bloody phone up and you ring them. And yeah. that's how I, and, and, and that's, I've always done that with people. And suddenly if somebody comes into my mind, I think they've come into my mind for a reason. Mm-hmm. And I'll generally ring them up and just say, oh, you've just come into my mind. And I wondered if you were okay. You know, you just, just ring them. But um, so I do think people, you know, we, we, it must be difficult. That's all I would say. If you it's, get yeah. 
it's definitely difficult especially during covid but even like pre-covid yeah i remember i remember when i was in my early 20s i was so desperate to be pursuing this to be on something to to get the next gig that it kind of consumed me a little bit and i do remember when i moved to la it was a huge like break and i just kind of i kind of hit a reset button and i didn't realize how good it was going to be for me but I do see a lot of people on your Twitter just like very down and out, yeah, very yeah. depressed, and there's yes. something other. And I just want to reach out and hug them because we've all yeah. been there. Yeah, we've all like, even though we don't like, I don't necessarily suffer from depression or anxiety. Yeah. I do get anxious, and I have had, yeah, I've yeah. yeah. definitely had panic attacks. I definitely have gone through like certain things. Yes. But I don't, like obviously, because I don't suffer from depression, I can't say to whoever mm. I understand what you're going through. But I do no. just want to reach out and just be like, "You're doing great. What you're doing, yeah. what you've done so far, and yeah. just keep going." And just encouragement. You're yeah. encouraging, and you know, it, it's. I, I mean, I I think it was, um, was it Christmas when we got three people. Um, I I said before Christmas is lots. There's obviously some people like to be on their own at Christmas. They prefer to spend time on their own. That's fine. That's okay. That because they choose to. But I said I'm sure there's quite a lot of people that you know in normal circumstances you wouldn't be sitting at home. You'd be probably on the train and back home to wherever to be with your family, and you can't. Yeah. Yes, you can FaceTime them. Yes, you can you can um, Zoom them if you want to. Uh, but for anybody that's on their own that doesn't have family to go to um they're on their own but if they want to chat with somebody else and i and and i opened up a zoom for christmas day oh that's so nice well the thing was i just thought well i'll I'll let you what does it take to do it you know schedule the zoom and then just say right it's going to be between i don't know 12 and 3 or something like that yeah and i said you know people just come on i said you'd have to you're not forced to sit and stare at the screen for three hours and force a conversation out and just make idle chat do what you want if you disappear from the screen you come back to it when you're ready and i'll just leave it switched on which is what i did but there's only four of us on i think all together but and, but still, and for four it. people that would have been really meaningful well it was but it, it was um but for me, it was good in a way as well, because a friend of mine who I worked with at the National Theatre back in 1996, um, and I just, I, I know that name on there, on, on Twitter. I know his face, I know his name. No, it can't be the same one, but I'll ask. Anyway, because a long story short, sent a DM. Yes, it's, oh, it is me. Oh, you remember Sansa Sansa? Yes, great halcyon days at the National, blah, blah, blah. That was that. And then um, he came on on Christmas Day, and he said, I've, I can't stop on for long. It's, he said, hi, John. I said, oh, God, I said, oh, strange. He said, we haven't seen each other since t- t- 1997. Wow. And I said, no, we're meeting up on Christmas Day. He said, yeah, well, I've come on for a bit because he said, my wife's busy. He said she's in the um, kitchen doing, uh, getting ready for Christmas dinner, and she's on the phone to her sister or whatever, you know. So that was uh, that was nice, but uh, you know, I've offered to do it, and 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 it doesn't. Oh, again, and it, people, I don't know, I don't know. People just don't want to do it for some reason. But you know, I don't mind, and if if anybody wants it again, I'm quite happy to set one up. Yeah. So, but the fact problem. that you even put that out there is a really nice thing to do. Well, it's not, it's not effortless, yeah. isn't it, really? It you really know, is. I, I, well, I just see it that way. And, uh, I mean, 
it, it's just I don't know um, you know trying to you know you you can encourage people and 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 I will say this you know um, it's 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 sounds like an old cleat no well, it's a cleat cliche but I think it is it's everybody's saying it things are going to get better you know they will um, and I I'm going to I'm not full of quotes but uh, <laughs> I'm not there's there's a, a there's a, a, a well you've obviously heard of it you've seen the film and a wonderful novel children's story by E E is it E E Nesbit E Nesbit the railway children yeah and the of course it's the family in London the father gets arrested for allegedly spying or, or giving out spa um, government information or something uh -huh. and they, they can't afford to so they move up why I don't know but they end up going to live in um, Yorkshire. Um, and they're all, when, when's daddy coming? When we're going to see him? You know, the innocence of these three children. And the mother turns around and she says, you know, um, so, no, how, how is it that she words it? She says um, something along the lines of, daddy, uh, darlings, um, you know, things will come right in the end. They always do. And, and I think that's so true. Things do. You know, I know it's it's only taken from a children's story, but why did E. Nesbitt write it? She yeah. had quite a dark past, by the way, but that's another story. Uh, Edith in the Dark, which was a play based on her life. Um, but yeah, and 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 um, there was another. I will I will quote this one if I can get it right. The words say it. But um, have you heard of Gladys Aylward? I don't know. The, the was... name does ring a bell. Yeah, there was a film uh, based on, loosely based on her life, uh, called The Inn of the Sixth Happiness with Ingrid Bergman. It was um, the last film that an actor called Robert Donat was in, in 1958. And she was from Liverpool originally, mm -hmm. and she believed it was her calling to be a missionary. And she wanted to go to China to look after the, 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 the babies, the children. Um, and she came down to London with a matter of pence in her pocket and she she literally left everything well, in the film she did uh, the book which is written by somebody called Anne, um, Alan Burgess mm -hmm. and it's called The Small Woman and she comes down to London she wants to do um, uh, become a missionary and she ends up cleaning at the house of this old um, he's a president of the the uh, missionary society, a Chinese mission, and um, he says, "Why do you want to do this?" He said, "You, you know, why don't you just stay at home and 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 do what you do best and clean?" No, it is God's calling that I go and I do this. And um, she ended up going over there, and I think two or three journeys, she transported. Uh, from one side of China to the other, over a hundred children on each journey, and she did it single-handedly. Or oh, she she liberated mm -hmm. everything from foot binding. She stopped all of that oh, wow. from happening, um, and um, she even went into the prison uh, because they were rioting, because they were not being given things to do in the prison. Some of mm -hmm. them were murderers, uh, rapists, everything. And she went in, she said, stop, this has to stop now. And they own, they listen, Jedi, her name was Gladys Hill, but they called, nicknamed her, sounds like Jedi or Jedi, Jedi, which is the direct Mandarin translation is the one who loves. And uh, the end of the sixth happiness was 
where she went to work for this with this Jenny, oh God, I can't remember her surname, and helped it. And it was like a mission for these all the the travellers in 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 China that visited in this small town. I forget the name where they go to visit and they can stay and 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 listen to religious stories and everything. And her um, mantra, uh, maybe not so much a mantra, but a saying was, you know, we are simple words, but we are all responsible in some shape or form for each other in this world it's so true it really and is true and she said that and you know i and i can't i can't remember it exactly i did put it up on twitter actually i didn't get many um kind of comments about it but because people thought why well, has he put the title of a film well it wasn't the title you got i was the only way i could find it uh, yeah. but you know most of gladys aylwood's um quotes were very religious because she was a religious lady you know everybody has their own beliefs but yeah this was something a very a very simple thing of we are responsible for each other in whichever way you know we look at life and i truly believe we are whether we're responsible for that group of people or that group of people we are there to 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 look after each other in so many ways and i will say not uh, externally but, but I would say within our industry as well and I think it's very important you know we can so become so absorbed in what we're doing um, which I understand people don't always have the time people say they haven't got the time but I think anybody who says I don't have time isn't a busy person a person who's busy does have the time mm -hmm. I think my... that's it's so true and I really, that quote, I'm actually going to write that down after because that's such a nice. Well, the Gladys Aylwood one. Yeah. The only way to find it is if you are, in fact, what I would suggest is if you Google um, the Inn of the Sixth Happiness, uh -huh. or go to it on, on YouTube, uh, in uh, opening, seek, opening credits, and you'll see it come on the screen. I think it comes on after all the main credits with the title and, and, and the actors. And then there is a title, and it says, and I can't remember. I know it's something on the along the lines of "We are uh, a, a, a simple thoughts where we are all responsible for each other" or something. It's something along those lines. And it's every time I've seen the film, I always think, "Yes, that is so true." And, I just wish people would live by that. Do you know what well, I mean? It's just such an easy, that. nice thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. <sighs> it's simple, and she was a simple lady, yeah. not in her brain, but she was. You know, she'd not been to, she'd never been to university. She hadn't studied anywhere. And this brings me on to something else. She wanted to do that. She wanted to go to China. And she went at a time when when it was war-torn. And, you yeah. know, and, and she went. And she was going to stay there. And she was going to, and she was sent for a reason. Mm -hmm. She did what she did. She wanted to do it. She felt it was a calling for her to do it. And I think we, as performers and actors, storytellers, you know, Somewhere along the line, there is a calling for us to do these things. It's like people, a wonderful NHS, they have a calling to do it. Yeah. And they go and they do it because they want to do it, because they care. And we want to do what we do because we want to tell stories, we want to change people's lives. Mm -hmm. And I think that, you know, it's we do things because we're meant to do them. And another little quote from The Sound of Music. <laughs> I love you, you and your quote. I know, I know, but they're just coming to me. You know, you have to live them. Keep them coming, keep them coming. It's well, the Mother Abbas <gasps> said, Maria von Trapp, and, it's, and how true it is within the story of 
Maria Reina going and yes, she only looked she only looked after one one girl in the front of the what she didn't look after seven, she looked after one of them. Mm -hmm. um, but um the 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 dialogue leading up to the a very moving song and I love it. I did try singing it. it anyway, um, <laughs> I think I cl climb every mountain. I think everybody tried to climb out of the room when I sang it. But anyway, uh, <laughs> no, no, but there, there was something she says, Maria, she says, I can't, you know, were they unkind to you? Whatever she says. And, she, and then she says to her, you know, you have to go back. You have to live the life you were born to live. And I think, so true. Without pushing, and it's true. And and the, the lyrics to that. Somebody there were pe there were some people on um, a few days ago, or a couple two, two or three weeks ago, and they were all you know. Oh God, I feel so. I don't know what to do. I'm having a real shitty day, a bad, horrible day. And I thought, do you know what? I think I am today as well. Um, not because of what they put on, but I sometimes think, oh God, I'm gonna. What can I do? I don't know what to do. I feel as if I'm trapped. You know, come on occupy man do something and you know i know it might be easy something's easier for others to do but my mother again i'm bringing her into the equation because well, she's obviously poor she's you know, big impacted you a lot yeah. god she was you know uh, and she used to say to me on the phone you know you're fed up you you chock a block with everything and there's nothing going on you're fed up i said yeah she said why don't you just go out for a walk i said what around here i said i'm not going out for a walk around in this shit hole of a neck she said <laughs> John, it might make it feel better. She will get on the bus and go somewhere. And David used to say, go to Kingston, which isn't that far from here. And I said, yeah. I don't want to go to Kingston. We do go. He said, well, go I out. Kingston. I lived there for a while. Oh, did you? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, we go every Sunday to Kingston. Love it. Love coffee. it. Yeah, it's nice, actually. Uh, anyway, so we... Uh, and, and, and so she'll just go out, go for a walk. Mm, all right, then. And when I lived in Chiswick, when I could afford to live in Chiswick at the time, mm -hmm. um, I would be feeling... Mm, and my mother would say, why don't you just go for a walk along Chiswick Highway? I know it's boring. She said, you're looking for excuses all the time. She said, go out. I said, I don't feel like going out. She said, what are you going to do? She said, do you want to just sit in your bedroom all day? And, do, and she said, you'll make yourself... You'll feel worse and you'll overthink things. And, so you know, true. I got up, I forced myself to go out. I didn't mm -hmm. want to go out. And it, I felt like I was going, having an argument with myself going, I'm not going out. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. <laughs> and I went out and I got on a bus. I went on to Chiswick High Road. And I think I did something ridiculous like going Kentucky Fried Chicken or wherever <laughs> it was. And I sat and I just sat. And, and, and then I thought, OK, right, I'm going to get back. And I planned it. And I thought, I'm going to go to the pub tonight. <laughs> I went back home and I sat and I had something else to eat and, and whatever. And then I went out and, do you know, I really, because I hadn't planned it all, but yeah. it made me feel better inside um, because I'd done something. And, and you know, if, if, if only I think people could do something. And I think sometimes you've got to, especially with this business, as things are at the moment, yes, little things are starting to pop up now. And, yeah, we're seeing things and people are saying, Oh, God, you know, why am I... Castings are coming in now. I've done it. By my own admissions, I've done it. You look and you go, why is it am I not getting anything? I'm not getting anything. But yet, so-and-so's got... And he's just announced he's got it. That's fine. I encourage people to, um, you know, uh, sort of promote themselves and say what they're doing and if they want to sort of share some good news, you know. And I think that's great. But uh, and I, and I, even when I've looked and I've thought, you know, that kind of... that little bit of the green gent the green monster kind of starts yeah. rearing its ugly head 
But I still think, well, hang on, that could be me that's posting that, and the people might come back out and go, post back and go, congratulations, you know, just be nice about it. And I have, I must admit, I've typed it and thought, I suppose I better type this. But then I'm thinking, no, don't type. If you're going to think like that, don't type it. Yeah. So think about it. Do you really believe that that, that person's got that job? They've been lucky. Yes, but then why is the luck not coming my way? And, you know, if you go round and round in circles thinking like that, you just become very bitter, very twisted, and you just eat yourself up and, and, and end up just right in. And you're never going to get anywhere. And I think, you know, so. It's, it's absolutely more, spot on. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's more it's more emphatic, if that's the right word now, because of COVID and, and everybody's had the wings clipped. Mm-hmm. You know, we've had our, you know, we've, 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 we've had it taken away from us. And we can't do what we want to do, yeah. what we enjoy, what we have a laugh when we enjoy it. And that's something else I'd say within it. You know, going right back to the beginning when, when, when I said that this very, very famous actress.
um, said, you know, um, take your job seriously, but never take, you know, don't take yourself too seriously, but take yeah. your job seriously, you know, and, but enjoy it as well. And, and, and there's nothing better than being in the rehearsal room, no matter how serious a role you're playing. Yes, you take it seriously, but you've got to have a bloody good laugh and let off steam. And what industry is there where you can go in and just have a good laugh and a joke? And as long as you do the job, yeah. then it's not like a job in so many ways, yeah. is it? You know, and you can get paid for doing it. I mean, you know, it's, it's such a unique industry in that way. And I think that's what, do you know what I think's missing? It's the camaraderie of it all. And even when, you know, um, when, when, when COVID hit, and I think, you know, there were people saying, well, I haven't had anything for ages. Now this has happened. So it's not, nothing's going to happen. Someone has to be self-focused in order to, to do what one wants to do in the business. But at the same time, um, you know, don't lose sight of other people as well. You yeah. know, you can climb up that ladder, but it's a hell of a way to fall. And you might meet somebody on the way. Oh, the, the yeah. Oh. I remember hearing that when I was 16. Yeah. And it's always stuck with me. And it's so true, you know. Yeah. I think, um, you know, we, we've got to remember our peers, and 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 you know, we may never work with some of these. I probably will never work with a lot of people that you see on the actors page. And you know, Twitter isn't the real world, but let's try as as responsible, supportive, caring um, adults, individuals on. I'm going to just use, I am going to use the actors pages as, as, as an example, but you know, I think, you know, let's, let's try and support each other and even, and, and make, make it something that's real as yeah. opposed to, you know, forget about all the kids say forget, um, go and entertain the keyboard warriors. Cause that's yeah. something else I've done with people. And, uh, if anybody's listening to the playback of this, if of course this isn't edited out, um, you know, uh, if anybody has a grievance over something, I always say to them, right, let's take this off the page. Let's go to a, let's go to a Zoom call and shall we? let's meet each other and chat about it. Yeah. And I can guarantee you as soon as you do that, they stop. Oh, absolutely. Because it's the face-to-face -face contact. Quite, yes, because and they the don't human. want that. I'm happy to, to type away and, and come out with caustic little remarks. Yeah. So well, I can press one button to stop that block. Bye. Yeah. I won't have it. And I, I, I'm terrible because I used to give people three, you know, three strikes. That's all right. You've done it. But I understand twice. Three, yeah. I'm not wasting my breath, my time. If you say something rude, you say something that's not supportive. Let me explain the say. No, you've said it. You've upset. You've upset them. You upset me. Bye. And I yeah. don't care who it is. It's I used to. I don't. Well, not now. Yeah. I'm I'm a bit harsh, I suppose, but if it's something, I'll think. But if they say something and I don't like what they've said because I think, you know, that really isn't nice, and whichever way I say it, they say it isn't. It's not. They try to excuse it. They've upset somebody because of it. Yeah. Are you going to apologise? Why should I apologise? Uh, here we go. An argument goes, and so I say, right, I'm sorry. I'll either mute or block them because I won't have them on the page. I'm sorry. No, I don't. Want, I don't want everybody. I don't want to see everybody as Walt Disney characters, but at the same time, I think, you know, let's have a bit of respect. But it is meant to be a, it's a supportive page. So yeah. just show. A bit oh, yeah. Support. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it, it's it's I don't know. You just can't you can't please everybody. But I oh, would say not, yeah. I would say a good 98, 99 percent of people that are on the account that follow it, you know, they, they do support each other. Majority yeah. of the time. And I think that's. 
that's that's what and it's doing its job and the account runs itself i've said this time and time again um you know and because uh i do sometimes have to kind of reiterate that there isn't an artistic uh, a board of artistic advisors on here it's just me literally yeah. me that does just, does it yeah uh and so sometimes you know there might be delays in in things being retweeted and the reason being well because you're busy as well you're rehearsing something or you know i've got something else to do so you know i mean in the early days i did get just the odd one that said if you are running a business wait hey hey hang on you know it's not a business this yeah but if you are running this service to the entertainment industry as an outsider or something i said well you've got that wrong to start with i said read the bio oh i just say we don't expect everybody to come on with big kind of cheesy grins and you know we're all happy and let's all be kind of very um you know um you know mock them and wise and haha and all that it's that's not how life is we know that but at the yeah. same time you know we have good times we have bad times we have highs we have lows oh, of course and that's what just there to support one another whatever and, and i was i'm a great advocate for it and hopefully you know what i've i've created for everybody um you know will will it will be upheld and and long may it continue i think what you've done is absolutely incredible and i was going to ask you if you had a piece of advice for people but i feel like this whole interview has been (laughs) giving advice well (laughs) it's been like advice after advice after advice oh i'm sorry well (laughs) no it's fantastic it's fantastic about two minutes (laughs) no i don't i don't don't i would hate it to come across as if i'm some kind of oh john craig's support british the big dictator i'm not (laughs) no 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 it's Um, it's really i don't know well i suppose if you say advice is i would just a bit it's an old again a bit of an old cliche but it's so true just be true to yourself be dedicated to what you're doing uh, and um you're gonna kill me again i'm gonna say (laughs) it's another little quote my aunt used to say to me and she used to say to my brother but but it's so true she used to say work a bit play a bit and if you want money spend a bit and save a bit there you go. What more can you say? What you know, more can you say? It's, 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 and it is, you know, just, but enjoy what you're doing. Um, and, you know, never be frightened to ask questions. Um, I used to be years ago, um, and I brought this up actually, something about, um, you know, in, in the rehearsal room with the director, you know, I'm not, I never went to university, just went to drama school. And, uh, you know, I know there are a lot of people that probably eat, um diaries for breakfast not diaries a dictionaries for breakfast dinner mm-hmm. and and spout out lots of big what i call big words and very deep meaningful phrases and i don't understand half of it and david says my partner says oh he said you should, you should. Well, he said don't ask me he said google it and I've, I've, I've just typed a load of stuff out and i can get i get the gist of it i'd like to comment but i don't want to say something in case i've got the wrong end of the stick um so i just i again questions ask questions if you're not sure you know oh, don't go into a rehearsal don't go if you get a, a breakdown you get a, a um a, a brief on a character and you're not sure what it what does that mean ask you're better to mm-hmm. find out rather than go along and do what do something that the you know that's contrary to what you've been asked to do oh absolutely uh, yeah but, you know, be be keep be keep being um kind to each other and, and that's just it's simple it doesn't cost a penny to be like that you know be honest don't be nasty with each other because you know why you know we 
the industry has always had um there's a, a, a fray. It's true though. They'll call darling to your face and bitch to your back in the business. And sometimes people will. You know, well, those people are just not worth entertaining. But and I, they're not literally. And I just, you know, whether it, in whatever walk of life. And I, you know, um be be truthful uh, about yourself and be truthful and honest and and you know understanding of others and you know uh, if you don't understand something you know ask because that's what the word question yeah. perfect you know? and i just try to try to to i'm not i'm not perfect by any means i, I never ever will be and i think anybody that turns around and says oh my kids are perfect or oh she's never done us never made a step put a step wrong well you know let him that cast the first stone that without sin mm -hmm. cast the first stone you know um and you know that's that's just just it so but um you know and i and i always say something else as well if people are looking for a specific it might not always happen straight away a specific role in life that they want to play or something don't don't overly focus on that but if it's something that you really want to do it'll happen yeah. And you can say that about anything in the business, you know. Uh, I've got sort of, in my age, you know, kind of, you know, certain, a couple of certain roles which I'm going to say, right, I will, I know I'll do it one day. Mm -hmm. And it will happen, hopefully. It will happen. I might be with a Zimmer frame by the time I've <laughs> I've just seen myself going across the stage with a Zimmer frame. No, I don't mean to be rude to anybody that uses a Zimmer frame. My mother used to use one. She hated it. And we used to laugh about it. So I can't see the funny side of it. Yeah. That's family sense of humour. But uh, so, you know, um, you know, just 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 enjoy, enjoy it uh, and embrace every job because, you know, uh, that job can start and, you know, within what's you know six months if, it, if you're lucky to get something for a six month run of something if it's theatre it's it's going to start and it's going to go like that yeah and you and, also you never know well, who you're going to meet on these jobs well, and you they don't. might remember you like five four five yeah. or six years later you know well exactly and this so. is the thing you know and i think it's and and you know uh be as nice to everybody as you without being cheesy too cheesy and and, and you know um sugary sweet but be nice but to just people. be real just be a be nice real. genuine yeah, I totally person agree. if you're not if you walk it i mean you know i i can remember going into uh i mean uh you know kind of trying to went to drama school living drama school and and, the, and i watched a series that came on i think it was not long after i'd left or was it whilst i was still at drama school it was called an actor's life for me mm -hmm. and it had uh one of my peers who's from my hometown maureen lipman uh, I don't know whether she's on Twitter and if she's listening to this, hello, Maureen, but she might not remember. She owes me a meal from years ago. But anyway. um, and she was on as one of the um, guests on this thing. It was on BBC too. And they used to start it off with the um, Hey Diddle Dee Dee and Actors Life for Me from Pinocchio. From mm -hmm. Anyway, they'd have a different subject. Um, and I think, I forget, uh, what was it like leaving drama school in the title? And what was your first... Uh, our experience whilst at drama school how did you survive what did and maureen Littman was on and she said oh she said yes of course she said trying to be something that i wasn't you know she said and i thought oh we've all been taught we've been taught to speak in rp yep so she said 
and nobody really smoked. She said, not, not many of us in my year, but she said, we went to, she said, I went into the shop on um, uh, Earl's Court Road and somebody, oh, I don't know, you smoked. She said, oh, let me go in and ask for them. She said, she was, what's your smoke? Oh, she said, Benson and Hedges. And can you get me a box of matches? So she said, I walked in. She said, I had. <laughs> she said, I walked in and the guy behind the counter said, you all right, love? <laughs> she said, oh, good morning. She said, I'd like 20 Benson and Hedges and a box of Swan Vestas, please. She said, this really, oh. And he went, you don't kid me, lovey said, you're from the north. I <laughs> get on with this. Oh, thank you, I'd like a box. And she said, it just seemed to work. I'd like 20 Benson and Hedges and a box of Swan Vestas. <laughs> but that was a kind of, you know, um, I don't know that this this um, something seems to be that sting. Oh, when you become an, you have to speak with a very you know posh accent to be able to go into the industry, you know. And and I don't. Yeah. I mean, I, I speak with a northern accent, but I've got a. I don't know. I think if you if you'd have heard with the greatest of respect, if there's anybody listening to this from Hull, uh, the the really strong Hull accent, mm-hmm. even I have to go what. Yeah. Excuse me. It's a very, very strong dialect. It is. It depends in the part in the area. Lovely people, very friendly people, and I, you know, it's my hometown. I would never turn my back on it. But um, so, you know, I think you just. It's, it's like you say. You've got to be true to yourself, and I think that 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 comes down to everything. Don't try to be something that you're not. I think that's pretty sound advice. And it, it can show. You walk into, you know, if I, you know, you walk into into a rehearsal. Well, not rehearsal. Well, walk into into the room for an audition or whatever and you go up and you see the director and i'm talking to you like this and then you're you're there in the room with me and i suddenly turn to the casting director and i've said oh uh, uh, uh yeah just a minute Lindsay. Uh, hello yes i'm john how are you you know and yeah. the, you'd be like what and they're gonna why is he talking like that? oh i've known people like that <laughs> you know, have you ever seen people met people that have done that and they turn oh, yeah. it on and off Oh yeah, it's part of acting, but to go, oh yeah, 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 yes. Oh, wonderful to see you. Oh, yes, he's oh, it's just like the seaside landlady. You know? Yeah, I could tell you so many stories about seaside landladies. as well. <laughs> lovely people, stories <sighs> I've heard, things I've experienced. You know, yeah. right, um, the best one I will tell you very quickly was Eastbourne. That was so funny. I was working um, assistant stage manager at the Devonshire Park. Quite a funny story. This. Uh, and um, we stopped, stopped at this place. Um, I was on my own in this this place, and there was this lady called, I don't know whether I dare say her name, but anyway, I will, Hilda Murray. <laughs> and all I can say, she was, uh, she was blonde hair, severe red lipstick, blue eyeshadow, and she was a bit like the, um, oh, what was the name of the, the, the character that the wonderful Prunella Scales played in, in Faulty Towers? Oh. Sybil, not Sybil. Um, oh, but, um, oh God. Anyway, you Wasn't know, it might have been. Mm, might have been. Anyway, she was like that. She had this high pitched voice, and I stayed at this place. Anyway, um, she was. Oh, hello. She came into the breakfast room. This is one of my actors. She said, "Let's stay." <laughs> In front of these two old ladies that obviously came every season and sat in the window like the two old gentlemen from the Muppet Show. Yeah. You know, and oh, looking at. Uh, anyway, we the matinees were always, I think, used to be quarter to five in the afternoon. So uh, I thought, okay, they've been had a walk along the seafront. I'll go and get out um, a, a shower. 
So I did. Towel around me, went into the room. In a state of decency, went into my room. It was the old, typical um, seaside accommodation with the flock mm -hmm. wallpaper, you know. Oh, creaky, yeah. Uh, creaky yeah. staircases. And, 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 and uh, a smell of pledge, you know. <laughs> so I walked into the bedroom. And I thought, well, there's nobody there. It was about half past three quarters to four. I thought, well, it's not far to the theatre. I'll, you know, I'll leave in about three quarters of an hour. So nobody there. So, okay, fine. So I shrunk him. What the hell? Did like creaking. And the door was only marginally open. So I'd kind of pushed it. And this is true, this. And I, I, I looked, there was a mirror on the, at the top of the stairs. Uh-huh. And I kind of had to look because I could hear this because I, I work. This is again. This is another, another. This would be another podcast. I've got a big belief, uh, an invested interest, I should say, in the paranormal. So, and I thought, oh, there's nobody around. I wonder if. So I kind of went like that with the door a little bit, only to see a reflection in the mirror. And I can, if you probably won't keep this in, but just imagine this is a for the listeners. It's a duster, and I could see this face in the mirror going like this watching me in the room and I'd just taken the towel off <gasps> and, it, and it was this landlady <laughs> it's a bit, a bit of a you know a man watcher and I thought well, you're not going to get very far anyway and in any case no and she was <laughs> as soon as I, and I just saw the back turn and she kind of back of a creeping down the stairs and when I saw her the next morning she just looked at me and she went oh hello like that I thought yes you probably saw a little bit more than you thought you were uh. but you know that's well that's just one little story of a seaside landlady I'd just love to talk more about it but I'm sure you need to go now so well thank you John so much I oh, honestly I appreciate what you do I appreciate your time yeah, um there was so much more I wanted to talk to you about but this yeah, has been so valuable you are yeah. like Mr. Advice. <laughs> oh, I hope it doesn't come over for you, whatever it is. I mean, it, it's, I don't know. I mean, um, I just, just, I, I just like to, I like to kind of um, pass on what bit of, ex well, what bit of my experience and, and, and you know, I, I would never say to anybody, do what I do, don't, you know, it's 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 just suggestions more than yeah. anything little bits of you know because we all need to i think you know we we all find our own mark our own way yeah. with what we do and, and at the end of the day it's it's what you do with it yourself you know but um you it's know, true and it's like, so valuable oh yeah, yeah and i'm I sure so cool. many people just really appreciate you and what you do and well just, you, know, you know well i'll say this for just for the record i appreciate everybody that's on the account as well because you know the account would be nothing without everybody else it's not it's, yeah. it's you know i can i can i can make suggestions to people i can give them that little bit of image transference to them like i said earlier whether people want to listen whether people want to think oh the, the hell does he think he is you know he's he's nothing he's he's only an I am. This is why I have to reiterate. I'm only another actor like everybody else. I'm yeah. nobody special. I'm not. Uh, I'm not there to give. Um, you know, I'm giving my. I say advice, my suggestions uh, more than anything. Um, I'd say what I would do is I might try this or I might try that. It's suggestions more than just it's suggestions. It and is really. You take what you take. Uh, 
take it whichever way but yeah. you know um and and please 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 you know look after each other you know care for each other where you possibly can and and you know um because you know if you're if you're not friendly towards anybody or, or you do um is it rebuke what's the word where you you push somebody if you push people away you know karma is a great thing mm -hmm. oh uh, i believe in it it's so true it's so true and however big this industry may seem and it's a big industry it can be a very 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 small world as well i feel like it's even though it's a huge industry i feel like it's a very small pond and i feel oh, like yeah. once you're in that yeah. pond then yeah. it's just like but don't i would say don't try to be don't try to be um you know the 25 foot um white shark or whatever yeah oh absolutely thing. yeah because there are the odd there are on odd people odd individuals i don't mean odd as in i mean odd as in just the the, the just as individuals the person, yeah that they can dominate mm -hmm. that and um don't do it because you know it's not it's not nice and it's not clever yeah you know just let's just we're all we're all in the same industry um and you know we all work hard uh, don't ignore people and if it's concerned and sometimes you know i need advice as well i'm of not course, you know, yeah cool. and so you know i will i will put a, a a tweet out and say hey can anybody suggest this what do you think do you think this might work or whatever um so you know I'm not the, as I say, I'm not the oracle, and I can't be, and 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 we all, every one of us, you know, it need needs advice. I mean, you know, I'm sure the Pope needs advice. Oh, <laughs> everybody does. Out the highest person of the church, and yeah. you know, he needs his. You know, we all we all need advice and 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 support in in anything that we're doing. Yeah. Uh, and that's not just necessarily concentrated on the industry that we're in, yeah. because we are people. Um, and sometimes, you know, if I see something and I don't understand a question that somebody's asking on Twitter, and they'll put at support British. And I think, well, hang on, is that just for me? Uh, and I'll answer it if I think I can, but if I'm not sure, and even if I, or even if I can answer it as well, I'll always retweet it. And I think that's what people want because if they put it out there, they're probably not getting any responses and, and it's going to hit out to, to, to everybody that follows. So yeah. it's, as soon as I hit that, it covers, thankfully, 21,000 followers plus, you know. Yeah. So, so anybody that wants to join, if you've got friends that are following, I'm going to say, and you want to be amongst a very supportive um, team of people, group of people, uh, an ensemble of people, it's at Support British. Come and join us. And, and I'm just the steerer of the ship. That's all. So, well, we appreciate you, John. Oh, it's been, you know, it's been a delight chatting to you. It really it's has. been so fun. And once again, thank you, John, so much for joining us. I really appreciate you. I appreciate your time. I appreciate everything you do for Support British and retweeting us, actors, and just getting everyone connected is such a joyful thing. This interview did go from two hours to an hour and a half. I tried to edit out all the guff, but you know what? We had a lot to say. So thank you so much, John. Really appreciate you.